Welcome to the Senior Dog Revolution, where we discuss how to give our senior dogs the best life they deserve, where age is just a number and health and happiness of our senior pets is a priority. Hello, senior dog pet parents. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Dr. Monica Tarantino, and you're listening to Senior Dog Revolution. So today, what we're going to talk about are four tips to help keep your dog safe during the holidays. And whether you have a dog that is younger or older, it really doesn't matter, to be honest. Most of these tips are going to apply to dogs of all ages. However, I have a few special tips for the seniors and the geriatrics in here as well. Before we launch into the podcast today, I did want to remind you guys that on December 1st, which is a Tuesday at 6 p.m., myself and Dr. Lisa Lippman, who is an amazing veterinarian in the New York City area, we are both going to be doing a live Q&A session on Instagram Live. So again, it's December 1st at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is a Tuesday. So if you guys are interested and you have an Instagram account, definitely sign in and then just look for our little bubble up at the top and you can just click on it and you can hear us discuss us a few really common questions that we actually had submitted to us by you guys um, over the past few weeks. So a few common questions that senior pet parents have regarding their dog. So definitely tune in and join us. We would love to see you there. And we're also going to be taking a few live questions towards the end. So you may have a chance to get your question asked and, and answered by us. Um, we're hoping if you if you're bummed out at the end of it because you feel like you didn't get your question answered, do not be bummed. We're planning on having future opportunities for you to hopefully address really common questions that senior dog pet parents have. So um, we're looking forward to that. So without further ado, let's launch into our episode today. Okay, so secretly, I was really excited about this episode because Christmas time at the animal hospital is just a very interesting time. It's kind of one of my favorite times to work, even though it's the holidays, because we see so many silly things that our canines are doing at home with you guys. And so it's a really interesting time for me as a clinician. So, you know, last year I had um, Dawson, the golden retriever who belongs to one of our vet assistants, Chelsea, who ate two Christmas ornaments off the tree because he thought they were tennis balls. So we had to come up with a plan to help treat him. I also had um, one of my other favorite patients, Amber, the, the senior beagle that jumped onto her dinner table um, and jump, ate half of a ham as well as 12 Hawaiian rolls that were in, inside of the packaging. And her mom was like, we just turned our backs for just a second. And there's Amber on the table scarfing all our food down. Um, and so anyways, we have all these really silly things that happen during Christmas time and during the holidays. And I want to warn you guys about it. So you guys are prepared. So you guys already know the majority of our dogs and our cats are always looking to get into, into things, even if they're senior dogs. And so I'm going to try to give you guys a few hints and tips um, to help prevent the vet visit or the trip to the ER vet because you guys don't want that. And even though I love seeing you guys there, I don't really want it either. I'd prefer for you guys to have your dogs safe at home. So let's launch into these tips. So let's start with the first tip I have to help keep your dog safe during the holidays. Tip number one is to not feed your dogs any table scraps. And this seems like a really obvious one. However, it's not always obvious to 
your grandpa or your grandma or or your uncle or whoever wants to spoil the dogs. And so I always try to keep an eye on them and tell them to please don't feed the dog any food from the table. I will also consider just kind of locking my dogs away while we're eating dinner. Okay. So be really mindful of that. One of the really common reasons that we see dogs actually come to the animal hospital during the holidays is because of upset tummies. And that can be anything from pancreatitis, to vomiting or diarrhea and then some inappetence. And we see foreign bodies too. We can even see toxicities when it comes to feeding dogs scraps from the table. So my suggestion is just not even to do it at all. They will be fine without it. I promise you. And they will probably be more than fine if you just stick to their regular dog food and their regular treats. You're far less likely to end up at the vet with your dog. Okay. And just as a reminder, of course, one of the big ones that I always worry about that's a toxin is onions and garlic. So any, a lot of our foods actually have that in them. My suggestion is just to avoid feeding your dogs people food, if at all possible, during the holidays. And for the people that I know that are probably just not going to listen to me, <laughs> I'm going to give you a caveat. But all of this stuff is just doing it at your own risk, okay? Because pancreatitis can still happen. Upset tummies can still happen with the following foods that I'm going to mention to you. If you absolutely insist on feeding your dogs people food. My suggestion would be to keep it really simple, such as green beans without seasoning on them, um, carrots without seasoning on them, sweet potatoes with no seasoning on them. Keep it extremely simple and not a large quantity at all. Okay, guys, can you give turkey to your dog, turkey meat? You can give turkey meat to a dog. I would make sure there's no skin, there's no bones. I would probably try to keep it to the white section of the meat and I would just keep a very, very small amount. And then also, you know, say Hail Mary because you could also be (laughs) causing some diarrhea to happen later on or causing some pancreatitis. So can you theoretically give it though? In theory, yes. And lastly, let's just run through real quick a couple really common foods that can be toxic to dogs. So garlic and onions, we already mentioned, do not give them anything that has this in the um, flavoring of the food. So we had green bean casserole, which casserole, which has onions in it. That would not be a good thing to give your dog, right? Um, chocolate is, can be toxic to dogs. Grapes and raisins can be toxic to dogs. And then I just suggest just stay away from giving them any stuffing. Okay. It's just very rich. Um, no ham. Ham can be high in fat, which can certainly start pancreatitis in dogs. And it can also be very high in salt content as well. So just stay away from those for sure. All right. And again, the best advice is just no people food at all. Now let's move on to the next topic. Okay. So tip number two is going to be no new holiday dog treats for your dog. So hear me out on this one. I know that I'm beginning to sound a little bit like the Grinch, but we see a lot of GI upset from new holiday treats that owners are giving their dogs. And oftentimes they are from well-meaning relatives that just wanted to let you know that they're actually thinking about your fur babies. Um, But we see a lot of upset tummies from them. Common stories that I hear, honestly, every single year is we gave him some new treats and then the dog was up having diarrhea all night long and waking the owners up every Every hour to go out back. So my suggestion is that do not just don't risk the special holiday cookie or treat just because you want to treat your dog. Um, 
I think there are plenty other ways to actually give them treats over the holidays that are a lot safer. So if your dog is not restricted on a special diet by your veterinarian, you can always take their normal treats and then add a little bit of peanut butter for them and even create like a frozen snack for them in a Kong. You can also, if you want to be a little bit more adventurous and you know your dog's tummy is pretty hearty and isn't susceptible to pancreatitis, you can also maybe add a little dollop of whipped cream. Um, with both of those products, you want to make sure that your peanut butter in particular does not have the sugar substitute called xylitol. And I'm going to spell that for you guys. It's X-Y-L-I-T-O-L. So we do not want to purchase any products that have xylitol in it. The most common things that have that in it are going to be sugar-free gum and then some peanut butter brands have them. The majority of like the popular peanut butter brands here in the States do not have xylitol. So like your Jif, your Skippy, your Peter Pan, most of those are are actually xylitol free, but always pick up that that jar of peanut butter, turn it around, look at the ingredients and make sure you do not see xylitol on it if you're going to be using peanut butter as a treat. And that brings us to tip number three. So tip number three, even though it's COVID I and we're not supposed to be traveling, I recognize that some people are going to travel anyways and that there is some situations where you have to travel. And so in those situations, my suggestion for senior dogs and this particular part is specific to senior dogs and our older dogs is that for our seniors and our geriatrics, we pick at home pet sitting over boarding when possible. Now, I actually prefer at-home pet sitting for majority of dogs, except for your young, very active, very well-socialized dogs with a lot of energy that love their doggy daycare that they go to. So I think those dogs do really well in the non-traditional doggy daycare kennels, where it's a kennel that they go, a daycare that they go to all the time anyways. They love it there. It's low stress for them there, and they need to expend a lot of energy. I think that those well-socialized younger dogs that are used to that actually do really well in those situations. I think for the majority of other dogs, especially your seniors and your geriatric I think that the at-home environment provides a lot less stress for them. And so if you can find a pet sitter that you trust um, to take care of your dog at home and to try to keep them on the same routine as much as possible, it's not going to be exactly the same routine as when you're home, but try to keep the routine similar to when you're home, that that is the best situation for your dog. Bonus points if your pet sitter can also walk your dog. So when we go out of town in the past, we have not been out of town during COVID, but when we go out of town, we typically have both a pet sitter that comes over and hangs here at the house for the most part, um, besides their job or whatever else they do. And then we also have a dog walker that comes over and walks the dog um, in between the pet sitter being here. And that just helps keep our dogs on the routines that they are used to. In a future episode, I'll discuss more about why I'm such a big advocate for at-home pet sittings by professionals um, for our older dogs and our geriatrics over kennels. Um, We won't go into that now, but suffice to say that I think there's a lot less stress associated with at-home care than there is in the traditional kennels. Okay. And then my very last tip for you guys is going to be to make sure that you keep your pets away from the decorations. So (laughs) there are a lot of ways that we can actually do this, but one of the things that we commonly see is pets that are getting in trouble with the decorations at home. I discussed Dawson, who was the golden retriever that thought the Christmas ornaments were actually tennis balls and proceeded to eat them. Um, I actually called over today is the day before Thanksgiving. And I actually called over to the hospital today. I'm, I'm off and I'm 
at home. And I spoke with Dr. G, who's one of my wonderful colleagues. And she was like, Monica, what would you do? I have a Frenchie here who just ate the hook off of a Christmas ornament. You know, do I make it vomit? And so we discussed how we would go about treating that case. It's just, this is what happens with these guys. So you want to do your best to keep decoration out of reach from our dogs. So for Christmas trees, it might involve keeping the dog out of the room with a Christmas tree or putting the Christmas tree in an area where the dog isn't really allowed to go anyways. Um, it may involve when you're setting up the Christmas decorations, don't just lay everything out everywhere in the dining room and expect the dog not to sniff it or perhaps eat a part of it. So there are a lot of different ways that we actually can do it. For sure, once you're done with your your decor, put everything back into the closet or the garage where you got it out from so that you everything is accounted for and you can know if anything is missing. The very last thing that I suggest, and this is more for our kitty cats, is to make sure that we're not buying anything that has strings on it. So I really advise against having ribbons on our, our gifts because cats love strings, as you know, and one of the most common types of foreign bodies that they get is going to be a string foreign body from eating and playing with various strings in the house. So just be really mindful of that. Again, just keep everything put away, keep everything accounted for and keep your dogs out of trouble. Do not allow them to be in the situation where they're going to do something silly. And this even applies to our senior dogs. I know a lot of us just think that our senior dogs are no longer getting in trouble at all. And for the most part, I think most of them are like that. But I had a foreign body surgery where a senior dog had eaten the pacifier. It was a 12-year-old Labrador. It ate a pacifier out of the diaper bag. She honestly really couldn't walk that well. And unfortunately, she was still, she was still able to walk over the diaper bag and eat something that she thought smelled really good and tasted really good. So just be really mindful. Any dog, any age, just help them, help prevent them from getting into trouble. And that sums up our four tips for keeping your dog safe during the holidays. I hope that you guys found that helpful. It was a lot of fun to talk to you guys about it. Again, if your senior dog or your dog of any age gets into trouble during the holidays, we are there for you. Give us a call right away. Do not wait or think about going it alone or doing a Google search and figuring out if something is okay. Best just call the vet. And if your vet's not open, call the local emergency clinic for some guidance on what to do. Thank you guys so much for being here as usual. So two things, just a reminder of on December 1st, we have the live Q&A session at six o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Instagram. It'll be myself and Dr. Lisa Littman, and we are answering your toughest senior dog questions. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much. All content on Senior Dog Revolution is for informational purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice for your pet. Your dependence on the content of any information found on Senior Dog Revolution is at your own risk as nothing discussed or mentioned here can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. As always, for veterinary care and advice for your pet, please see your veterinarian.